What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Rob Marsh. to listen to the Rims and Us podcast. This will be another edition of my quick thoughts. This will be, I believe, will be episode seven. I probably recorded six already, including the live stream last week. If you haven't catched that, it was pretty much, you know, a little play-by-play of the first quarter of game seven, a little analysis with it. So if you haven't checked it out it's a quick listen about you know 15 20 minutes which pretty much these are going to be from here on in until the season starts up next season i'll start doing longer shows and hopefully i can round it up with a lot a lot more guest appearances but as of right now i'm just just got my car uh, get into my little personal life i just got my car back maybe about two weeks ago so I'm recording this in my car right now, kind of how I started out. I was recording in my car, still recording on my phone. I'm still, still trying to recover from, you know, the financial implications of the accident. Uh, just trying to pay off my debt. Um, once I'm done with this recording, I'm probably gonna um, do a few uh, side hustles just to make a little bit of money along my full-time job. That just so that way I can strictly just pay out the debt right now. Just got a lot of things going on. You know, not having a vehicle, so I wasn't able to really do the side hustles that I normally used to do before the accident. So I'm getting right back to that routine again. So my plan is hopefully, or my goal is hopefully to have majority of my debt paid off by the end of the year. And then... Next year, I can start saving again like I was before the accident. So, I mean, I'm just going to just take it one day at a time. And just I'm pretty sure everyone's going through it with the inflation and the gas prices. Everyone's going through, you know, a time that they normally would have had, you know, financially. I, I mean, some people are doing well, which you're blessed to be able to do well. But some people have definitely had a take up an extra job or two just so that way they can get by and get their bills paid off within the month. So yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not alone. I'm just like everyone else out here, but a little bit difficult with me because of the accident. So I have extra debt that I accumulated while I wasn't working as much. So I'm just trying to get back to that and, you know, obviously continue to build this business up with this as it's still, in the beginning stages of it and hopefully you know by next year i can invest more into it and and hopefully we'll see the growth into it but uh so let's get into the basketball obviously the celtics i really wasn't able to dive too deep in it because i was doing a little play by play the last stream but uh what a season for the boston celtics we're heading into game two right now game one they had a heck of a performance um, from Al Horford as he got the job done in that fourth quarter. I mean, while I was watching the game, I was thinking, like, what's going on with Al? Like, his uh, uh, his lift, I felt like he wasn't, you know, getting the lift. That, I mean, I noticed that he was wearing a, a, a knee brace. So I was like, oh, no, I hope it's not no injury that we don't know about. But, um, nah, he played well. I thought he was, like, his, sh- his jump shot was on point. And as far as I know, coming into this game, you know, Marcus Smart's off the injury report. Rob Williams is day to day with his, um, you know, him recovering from his uh, torn meniscus 
uh, injury as far as like the surgery and stuff. He's still recovering from it. So he still gets soreness from time to time. You know, hopefully he can, you know, play through the pain like he's been doing and continue to give us a, a solid 15 to 20 minutes per night. I mean, anything, any, any of that can help where you can kind of rotate him and, and, and Al and Grant Williams and, and Tice on occasions really kind of, really that's your advantage against the Warriors. If, if you looked at, you look at the rosters on both sides and you look at a lot of guys, you know, even Steph Curry, he's 185 pounds. Andrew Wiggins is under 200 pounds. Well, a lot of our guys are well over 200 pounds. Even our guards, you know, Marcus Smart's 220. Jalen Brown's 225. Uh, Tatum's 210. And then Al Horford's 245. You got Rob Williams, he's like 235. So you got a, a, definitely a size advantage. I think the biggest guy for the Warriors, as far as like weight wise, is like Looney. And he's like 225. So we definitely have the size advantage in all of our positions. So. I mean, it was kind of concerning when they were getting out-rebound by Looney. Looney had, like, six offensive rebounds in game one. Um, hopefully they can clean that up, early, particularly early in the game. I thought they did a good job later on in the game of cleaning it up. Excuse me. Only the only real issue was get, letting Steph Curry go off in that first quarter. Steph Curry ended up having 21 points in that, in that first quarter alone, just off of just, you know, them – Really just the scheme. I think the scheme was really a bad scheme for how to play Steph Curry. You don't want to sag off Steph Curry. I know um, Smart and company, whoever was playing Curry at the time, was trying to fight through the screens. That's the only way you can play him. You can't go underneath with him. You have to fight through the screens. But that's easier said than none. But you got to have um, the big man's got to help out on that play to at least kind of recover if Smart or Pritchard or whatever, whoever's guarded or, or, or Derek White is not able to get through that screen. And that's the same thing with Clay Thompson, too. You pretty much have to play them the same way. You can't drop down in coverage. You have to, your coverages have to be, you know, uptight where the three point line is so that way you at least you can, can test. Once they made that adjustment in the second half, um, the defense got better and you was, you know, really, you got to put, you know, allow them. I mean, take that away first and foremost. You got to take that, you know, that that quick shot ability away from them. Him and Thompson, Curry and Thompson, and then you have to make them put the ball on the floor because that's not what they want to do. They can do it, but that's not what they want to do. So just force them to do that and just play tight defense. And I thought that uh, Celtics did a good job of cleaning that up in the fourth quarter. I mean, third quarter there wasn't. It wasn't all that good in the third quarter, but in the fourth quarter, they definitely tightened it up. And Jalen Brown was the key in that game, doing what he was able to do. But to preview tonight's game, I would say more of the same. Stick to the coverages that worked in that fourth quarter and even in that second quarter to kind of cut down on those you know quick shot attempts from Curry because he's got a quick release, and he, when he gets a look, he throws it up, and it's, it doesn't take that long for him to, to, to get the ball out of there. So you got to be – the big man's got to stay up stay up top and not drop down because you're not going to – that's what he wants to do. He wants to shoot. You, you, want, you don't want – he wants to – he doesn't want to put the ball on the floor, and that's both with Curry and Thompson. And then with Wiggins, I think maybe that's one guy you play him regularly. 
you know, Wiggins had a decent showing out there. But, I mean, Jordan Poole, they did a good job of shutting down Jordan Poole in game one. I think they got to do the same thing tonight. You know, stay disciplined in your coverages. Um, don't overhelp. I thought maybe a little bit of that was maybe tightness, maybe nerves. So, hopefully, you know, there won't be no nerves in this one. And that maybe might be the reason why Tatum shot the way he shot, too. Tatum shot three for 17. So hopefully in this showing, he can get a better start. Get himself to the free throw line. He's got a size advantage. Even if he, if he could get one-on-one coverages, um, he has to attack it. He can't wait and hesitate. That's when the double team and the help will come if he starts to hesitate. And I, I know he's trying to like try to survey the, survey the court to see who's open, see, see where the coverage is coming from, see where the double teams are coming from, because they're going to come one way or the other. And... I just think he has to be quick with his decision-making. And when he's like that, gets the ball out, even when the double team comes, just kick the ball out to the open shooters. Uh, Jalen Brown, smart, will be ready to shoot. Grant Williams, when he's in the game, will be ready to shoot. Derek White, his, his jump shot has been better of late. And he's he's been on the tear so far. And he's been key on both ends of the floor, defending. And, and I thought he had a good showing the last game as well, just – you know, being ready to shoot when when the ball kicks out to him and being that ready to drive as well. So he can do a lot of different things for you, and he can also be a playmaker as well. So Celtics got a lot. This is the thing with the Celtics, and really the Warriors too, is that both of these teams are maybe the deepest team. These are the two more deeper teams in the NBA. That's why they're here. I mean, they have multiple options. There's not They're not just relying on their best players. They have multiple options. Their role players are good. It's going to be interesting to see what Steve Kerr makes an adjustment for tonight's game. Uh, a few players that were available didn't play. Uh, Gary Payton the second didn't play, which he's you know he's more of a defensive specialist. You got uh, Jonathan Kamanga. He didn't play. More of a defensive specialist. He could do a lot of. Def- I think he played a little bit, but it wasn't a. I w- I, it wasn't like a long time. It might have been maybe one or two minutes. But it wasn't like he made much of an impact. But, uh, I mean, it's good to be. I think they should, if I'm Steve Kerr, I think you should play Gary Payton. Put him on maybe, uh, I don't know. That's that's a difficult, I don't really think our guards are really guys that we lean on to run the offense besides Marcus Smart. So he would probably ideally guard Marcus Smart if that was the case. But I think Kaminga should be used to probably guard Tatum at times to kind of help out Wiggins, you know, when Wiggins is out, put in Kaminga and throw him on Tatum or, or Jalen Brown, whatever, whatever, wh- whoever has the hot hand. If I'm if I'm Steve Kerr and I'm pretty much on the Warriors receptive, obviously you guys know where I'm at as far as, like, being a Celtic fan and all, but, you know, I try to, like, speak for both sides and, you know, both perspectives, but, I mean, it's... To me, I predict this to be a long series. I have the Celtics winning this in six games. I would just say it would be fitting for them to win at home, even though they've been struggling during the playoffs at home. But it would be fitting for them to win at home. And and far as, like, tonight's game, to kind of wrap this up, you know, jotting down all the things that I just mentioned, or really line up things all, all the all, line up the things that I mentioned. I would just say 
the Celtics got to do more what they did in game one. Uh, stop the runs. Respond to runs. That's going to be key for the Celtics. Respond to those big runs. Don't If you allow yourself to go down 20 points with the Warriors, I guarantee you they're not going to allow themselves you to come back. I know it's a game of runs, they say, and you know a lot of teams kind of relax when they're down they're up by uh double digits but uh this is a crucial game for the Warriors they have to win it it's a must win for them so we have to kind of start out well better than we did the first game and just understand they're going to get their shots but you got to make the make them make tough shots it was way too easy for them early in that game way too easy so if they can make them take tough shots and then try to wear them down like they did at the end of the game uh, uh, game one, uh, they, I like their chances to win this one. But uh, if I had to make a prediction with my head, obviously my heart is for the Celtics, but uh, Warriors are going to – their shot making is pretty incredible. And if, the, if Steve Kerr can make the adjustments that I think he's going to make, I, I see them possibly winning this one, but I just, like I said, I, I really predict this to be a long series, so I just probably think the Warriors are going to re- probably win this one. I'm, I mean, Celtics have, have had a tendency in this postseason to kind of relax after they win a game and they're ahead of in the series, so looks like it could be more of the same, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Celtics can pull it out tonight. hope they can really put a lot of pressure on the Warriors, you know, go 2-0, down 2-0, and have to go to Boston, have to go cross country to Boston. Uh, that must be a tough situation. I think it's only one day off the next game. I think it, I have to check the schedule again. I think I think it's two days off. I think the game next game is on uh, Wednesday, and then I think it's going to turn to uh, one day in between for three games, three and four. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably gonna be Wednesday. I would have to double check, but let me see. Game three. I know this is bad radio, but it's Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, it's gonna be Wednesday, and then Game four is gonna be on Friday. So. Still a little bit of time and rest in between, especially for like the guys that are. They got their injuries and stuff. This is a, like a good opportunity to get your rest in. You got the day off in between. You know, do have a travel day, so obviously that is definitely something you have to account for. But it's definitely good, like these past couple games for the Celtics, especially the Celtics, where they've been hurt. Where the Warriors, you know, not so much. They've had a lot of rest in between their series, especially, you know, the series before this one. They had a week off. So, they came out firing on all cylinders. We thought they were going to be rusty, but they came out firing on all cylinders in that game. So it's going to be interesting to see how the game, this game will start out. But I have I have the Warriors possibly winning this one, and then we'll have a split coming into Boston for Game 3 on Wednesday. All right. This is your host, Rob Morris. You listen to the Quick Di- Quick Thoughts edition of Rins and Nets podcast. And just to, just to update... Um, I'm, like I said, I might probably my next show. I'll probably get into um, the Nike EY, EYBL tournament, which I think was that was like on Memorial Weekend, I believe it started. So a little bit wait. We're recording that, but obviously 
you can understand where my focus is on. It's clearly one of my favorite teams in the NBA Finals. So obviously my focus is going to be solely on that for right now. But then once that kind of tapers down, we'll probably get into that or whatever things that pop up in the summer. Obviously the offseason stuff. NBA draft is literally right after the NBA Finals. So obviously I'll probably kick it to some uh, NBA draft coverage, give you some scouting reports on a lot of the first round picks maybe give you a mock draft like i did uh i think two years ago i did i put out a mock draft. i put it on the website and everything so yeah definitely getting a little bit more attention on that but anyone if anyone wants to visit the website obviously um doing the best i can with the images i know the images could be better but obviously because of licensing um obviously you have to pay for images and stuff so I don't want any legal issues, so I make sure I'm in copywriting issues, so I make sure I, I don't, I try to, you know, get the images that I own, or really the images that I, that I was able to, you know, download without any, you know, legal issues behind it, so hopefully one day I could be able to get that licensing, maybe I can get someone that can work for me, that, that can know their way around the copywriting issues with the imaging. So I don't want to get a Getty, download a Getty image, and then I have to worry about, you know, I understand about crediting and, you know, giving credit and stuff. I do that automatically, even with the images that I do possess right now. But obviously, I, I have to definitely update that. And hopefully by next year, like, as I can invest more money into this, because like, this is not free. To run a business and stuff like that, it takes money to do it and really to really make it look professional. So um, I understand a lot of the stuff I'm lagging in as far as that. But like as time goes on, hopefully I can get better at it and really improve at it and make it look way more professional. But I, I understand I like the start and people have been taking notice of it and taking heed of what, what the progress that I've already have made already. But I still want to, you know, get to that top level. But we'll get there, you know, just going to take time and, and, and effort and stuff. But we'll definitely get there. But I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. It's just obviously it's just a transition that I had to do throughout my personal life that had to kind of take a lot of this to the back to the, you know, pretty much had to put this on the back burner as far as like, you know, time into it and stuff and really effort and money into it. But like I said, we'll definitely get there, but anyone that is supporting, everyone that is downloading from time to time, I appreciate the support. Keep supporting if you can. You know, it definitely won't be unrecognized. I, I really appreciate, you know, people that are still with me because a lot of people have, you know, jump, you know, abandoned ship, but it's all right. I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing regardless. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, so this is your host, Rob Marsh. Listen to the Rims and Us podcast. Quick dots edition, I'm out. Peace.